There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fangirl Zone. I am Sean Fangirlass and with me today... Again is Jess. And we are talking Preacher, episode 6 or 7, however we're looking at it. He gone. I really hate saying that. <laughs> you know, every time every time I hear it in my husband's voice, every time, when he's talking about someone dead, he gone. I'm like, oh my god, you're a terrible person. Why are we saying this? <laughs> but yes, no, that's actually what happens. It's terrible. So this episode is picking up pretty much where we left off. Just the moment after. Yeah. Where... Jesse's opening the church after he's told Eugene go to hell last episode, and no big deal. And Cassidy's just standing there, having witnessed it all. Right. And so he's telling everybody, you know, they should serve God, but he's not using the voice. No. Which I think was the whole, the whole thing, because they had installed a PA system. Mm-hmm. And he was all set. He was going to use the voice and make everybody serve God, but... That is really vague, and I think that's a big part of the problem. And Jesse, I think, finally starts not feeling something, because we know he felt something, mm-hmm. but the fact that his he realizes how serious this could be using the voice, exactly. I think that's why he decided not to do anything mm-hmm. and make everybody serve God. Because although more and more people are coming here, and I don't understand why so many people are there... If it's, he's not using the voice on everybody. Do you think it's just Genesis somehow is like reaching to these people I think without it, him? I think it could be, but it could also be, you know, Quinn Cannon was there. Maybe, maybe at this point it's super close to the, it's like maybe the next Sunday from the Quinn Cannon thing. Maybe mm. it's a curiosity, you know, wondering what's, what that's all about. But yeah, I don't know. I wonder about that as well. But he does seem to be reaching out to a lot more people, like talking to people in the diner. and Right. So maybe more and more he's actually just becoming a better Preacher. minister. Yeah, he's reaching out to people. He's drinking less. I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly. Sleeping more. Being a normal human <laughs> being. I don't know. Uh, we have Quinn Cannon. It was really weird in this episode. Because he's sitting there listening to the sounds coming from the slaughterhouse. Like it's soothing it's, you know, when it's creepy. the more and more we hear from Quinn Cannon, the more it makes sense to me. Like, because this is his church. You I know? Yes, it's just weird. It's disgusting. It's weird. We had a lot of flashbacks in this. So, we actually learned about, a little about Jesse and Tulip's past. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, I'm assuming, the same age. It seems like they're very similar within a year or so. I'd say they were in the same grade level or thereabouts. They had gotten into a fight and uh, Jesse's dad had come around to the principal's office. It's just weird, too, that the preacher is always in the preacher outfit, all mm-hmm. black with the collar. I mean, is this a thing down there? Like, they're never in regular clothes? 
Well, no, you know where, I mean, I don't know anything about West Texas, but, like, where I was from, the preacher always looked nice, you know, like, even if he was wearing, like, jeans, he was wearing, like, a polo or whatever, I never saw him in, like, a band t-shirt or whatever, <laughs> um, but, like, if he was visiting or if he was doing things officially, he probably had on, like, a button-down, mm-hmm. maybe he had a sport coat with him, but, you know, it gets really hot there, or maybe he wasn't wearing it, maybe he's just carrying it for effect, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I've, I never, we didn't have the kind of like collar thing that wasn't, you know, that it wasn't like my a people. Kind of, yeah, yeah, no, okay. those are my people. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know what they wear in your church. But you no. don't see Catholic priests walking around in like full on mask garb, you know, as they're just going around. I don't know if they. Honestly, I, I've never seen them. I mean, we see nuns. Yeah, the sisters at the hospital always have the habit on, yeah. But I don't think I've ever seen a priest, like, in downtime, walking around and... We actually have one that comes with the stuff at our pharmacy, or used to. Um, I saw that he moved from one parish to another, actually. There was, like, a... I recognized his name. I was like, well... But I don't see... I don't remember seeing him coming in with, like, the collar on. No, I don't think he wore the collar. I think he just wore, like, like I said, probably jeans and a nice shirt or whatever. I don't know. Maybe don't this know. is whatever type of church this is, like their thing. Because you see his dad. Okay, let's see. Yeah, wow. I really followed the squirrel with that one. But anyway, Jesse's dad is full on garb at the school trying to find out what happened. And it turns out that they beat up Donnie. Little Donnie. So Donnie has always been a bully. Off. What was that about? <laughs> Apparently Donnie's missing a nipple now, yeah. Well, they were being ugly to Tulip, and Jesse didn't allow it, and they kicked some butt, and... Tulip is the one who bit off the Donnie's nipple. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. It's really terrible, it's just, but... I don't know. Hopefully they were able to reattach it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, and she ends up going home with the with preacher. Them. Right. Because, because he's like, where's her mom's mom? in jail. Her Where uncle's a drunk. It's like, okay then. So she falls asleep on the couch. And you see Jesse praying and, you know, thanking God that his dad's so good and he's doing the right thing. But it's like, it it just escalates. Mm -hmm. Because later, you know, she's still there with them. They're doing dishes, they're doing homework, they're wrestling, you know, playing Mm -hmm. around. So it's like a normal childhood. And it seemed like a normal, just attitude you know, they, they ate, they did their chores, they were fine, mm-hmm. and she was happy. She was what relatively well-adjusted for the right. time. And so was he. I mean, if we're being, you know, fair about the situation, he's just as weird as she is. Right. But, uh, it, well, and we don't know how long this went on for either, because we know over time she did stay with them for a while. Right. Because at one point she, she crawls into young Tulip with... Let's Little Tulip. In the past. Little Tulip crawls into Jesse's bed and she's like, to the end of the world, right? And you have to say it. And so, you know, little Jesse says it because he doesn't know what's going on. And it's because Tulip had overheard his dad talking to somebody saying she's... What did he say exactly? It was like she was too rambunctious or... She's trouble. She's trouble. That girl's trouble. And so... I was going to say DCFS. That's what it is here. Department of Human Services comes to pick up Tulip, and Jesse is screaming and chasing, and, and 
trying to open the car door. And I don't understand this because he's yelling at his dad and he's like, why? Why? She was good when she was here. She didn't get in trouble. And he's like, she's an O'Hare and she's trouble. You don't understand. And that's all we get. Well, and that's that's from the preacher. That's from the preacher who should believe that as a child, you know, that she's good. That you train up a child in the way they go and when they're old, they won't depart from it. You know, that's crappy as hell. I was just so sad because then Jesse is like praying to please kill my dad and send him straight to hell. Which was hardcore. I mean, for a kid, that's... Right, because he was so angry that he took, you know, sent Tulip away because we have no idea how long they were separated. I'm assuming it was a good long while because uh, his mom's in jail. Uh, We don't know why she's in jail. It could be because of her career. It could be something else. Yeah, we don't really know. The assumption, obviously, was that it was for... Her career. Yeah, but... Except there's always been, apparently, the whorehouse. Right, yeah. I don't know. I'm confused. But... Ah... It's a high-risk profession, though. It could, I guess. Have, it could be a guy like, saying she stole from him or who knows, and everyone's just going to say, well, you can't trust her. She's a hooker. Right. And that guy's a well-respected member of the community because that's what always happens. So, yeah, I feel like we don't really we don't really know, but I feel like they leave it to you to guess. Mm-hmm. So let's stick with the flashback because you have John suddenly come in and tell Jeff, you know, wakes Jesse up, tells him to hide under his bed. Like, just hide and don't let anybody know you're here. Mm-hmm. First of all, where do you think the kid's going to be? They're always under the bed. Right. Literally every movie in, the, like, me from a dad that she's under the bed. Every, like, the movie with the phone calls, she's under the bed. Like, every freaking movie in the, in his, to the history They're of the world. under the She's bed. under the bed. <sighs> but dad's getting beat down. And then you see a pair of legs walking up mm-hmm. towards Jesse, which I'm assuming they're going to, they know when they're pulling him out. Mm-hmm. They go outside next thing we see and he's just telling Jesse he's like um be good promise me you're gonna be a good one and not be like that why mm-hmm. why do I say that and he's like cause there's enough bad men in this world and he's telling Jesse don't cry the dude has got a gun to his dad's head and he doesn't know what's gonna happen to him it's yeah the yeah uh, and, and next thing you know, he's like we don't cry Custers don't cry. Men it? don't cry. Man. He's like, but it's my it. fault. Stupid. But he's like, but it's my fault I prayed for it. So, I mean, you have this little kid who's freaking out thinking that because he prayed to God that he wanted his dad to die, that this was happening. Yeah, it's really terrible. It's it's really, emo- It's this is why Jesse's the way he is. Right. It's because his dad hugely emotionally traumatic. And we have no idea what happens to Jesse. Because I want to say this, because we do see the tattoo on the guy's hand. Mm-hmm who shoots his dad, which is the same tattoo that Jesse had on his back that we seen last episode. And Jesse had told Cassidy that, oh, a mean woman put it there. Oh. And I just want to say, when he was going in earlier praying, you know, how great it was his dad was doing all this, mm-hmm. he's like, and please take care of my mom wherever she is. Oh, okay. So I'm wondering if this bad woman that we don't know who she is could well have been his mother that sent these guys to kill his father. Could be. And take Jesse in. Because it just seemed odd, you know, a bad woman, and yeah. then it happened to be the same tattoo and everything. Hmm. So, I don't know. If anyone knows or has theories, I want to know. We love theories. Theories are our favorite. 
And it was kind of sad. We see, like, they flash to Eugene's bedroom, and just nothing. And the paint over the finish it off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is going on? And we just don't know. We have no idea. It's terrible. And nobody knows what happened to him. So it's kind of like, ugh. Uh, I want to say, though, beginning we do see Tulip in church, and she's got her feet up on the pews. Really? I loved that. That was kind of funny. Because you the next so thing, much trouble. Somebody kick your feet off the Right? Oh, and Catholic... A Catholic church? Forget it. You know, them women would knock you with their... Mm-hmm. They hit you with their chonclo. <laughs> That's in the Mexican Catholic church. Anyway. But next thing we know, we see her running, and she's holding her shoes. She is, like, hauling ass. Barefoot. Down alleys. Everything. Gravel. Who knows? I'm Glass. Like, she's not worried about it. She's running. And... Those were really nice shoes, by the way. Her whole outfit was adorable. It was so cute. But she jumped, and I'm like, I thought she was wearing a skirt. She was, wasn't she? No, those are like... Gaucho like something? Like yeah. Like a slip skirt? Like a culotte or something? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Really voluminous. It was adorable. She's I, a cute, Sorry, cute yeah, girl. we had to go off that way for a minute. We're girls. What do you what want? But the whole thing, and then she just outruns these kids who had stolen her uncle's pants, who was drunk and... Passed out on the stoop. Why can't you be passed out in your house? Right. And the neighbors looking all judgmental. judgmental. Come on, everybody's oh, not judging. like it's the first time. Yeah, everyone else is the town drunk, right? Like, and but they're still judging ask, her. For what it. the hell is with the mascot walking a dog? Uh, and even the mascot judgmental. So weird. I don't know. Even the mascot ju- judgmental. It was. You were wearing a giant furry costume. We know and, what you're doing, and we know who you are, and, and you're just being judgmental. Yeah, get over it. Really? Aw, poor tulip. <sighs> It was, it was sad because, you know, that happens. Oh, yeah. Like, people have to take care of family members who are drunks and pass out. And and the whole town is judging you. It's being And in a smaller town like this, I mean, come on. That's true. But let's flash over to the church because apparently, you know, she either get, she has to get him in or she just leaves him on the stoop at that point. I don't know. Because next thing you know, we're in the kitchen, at back at the church, and Cassidy's trying to talk to Jesse. He's like, "How you doing?" He's like, "Good. How are you?" He's like, "No. How are you doing?" Then look, he's like, "Well, we have a weird conversation happening because it's like he doesn't realize that Cassidy knows." And then yeah. finally, Cassidy has to say, "I seen what happened. What are we gonna do?" And right. He's like, I got church group. Prayer group, sorry. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, really? He is trying to help you figure out a way to fix this, and you're just like, eh, whatever. I was a little upset with Jesse right there. But again, you don't know how much Genesis is affecting him. Exactly. So he does seem a lot colder. Yes. You know, than he was. But then again, he just killed an angel like a bunch of times. So That's whatever. true. Or at least pretty recently. So he goes into prayer group, and in comes Tulip with groceries. She's like, I'm cooking dinner. Okay. It was kind of strange. And Tulip and Cassidy kind of fight Loki. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, or what was it? He said something about, why don't you tell him what you want? And she's like, why don't you tell him what you are? And back and forth, he's like, I have. And I love it. He's like, like, nine times. I love that he just pulls out nine times. That was great. 
It just seemed like such an arbitrary number. Nine times. Nine times. <laughs> Was that like very Ferris Bueller? Like, I've, he's been absent from school nine times. <laughs> Well, I thought the like the most ridiculous thing was who's his favorite actor, and he's like saying it's Ryan Phillippe, and she's like it's John Wayne, you idiot. He's a West Texas preacher boy. Like, of course it's John Wayne. Uh, yeah, that was kind of funny though. But it's it was like, uh, Ryan Phillippe. Uh, Ryan Phillippe. What? <laughs> Whose favorite actor is Ryan Phillippe? Maybe it's his favorite actor. Oh. He's like, yeah, that's why we bonded. Oh uh, well. So Tulip tells him all this jazz, and he tells him to tell him for real. Right. Which is a terrible idea. I'm sorry, Tulip. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He didn't go in the prayer group yet, did he? Yeah, he did. And then, I think so. Then Emily is showing, like, a church, like a piece of a church play that they're going to do, and, and Jesse is just like, they need to be more frightened. Right. They should look more terrified. Right. Okay, you weirdo. Right, like, because just the way he says it, it's kind of creepy. But then we have Quinn Cannon back at the church, and he's like, okay, here's here's the transfer. I just need you to sign over your church and land. And Jesse's like, what are you talking about? Everybody's seen the bet. I won the bet. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, yes, the town's seen this happen. He's like, I'm not signing this. And then, you know, Quinn Cannon just seems like he's gone over the edge, like, for real again. Well, no, and I still maintain, yes, if you say... If he said, serve God, and Quinn Cannon's like, of course I will. How in the world, like, does this substantiate losing the bet? Like, I still, I'm just like, dude, no. Everybody thinks you're wrong. You're wrong. Quinn Cannon's wrong? Yes. Okay. Clearly. Okay, wait, which one? Because <laughs> the next episode gets really weird. Which oh, we'll yeah, definitely. Um, but he was just mad, and and Quinn Cannon's like, this, is, this ain't over. Which you know he would. It just felt like it was going to come to a head with them one way or another. Of course. Because it had come to a head with his father in, in Quinn Cannon. Mm-hmm. They're having an awkward family dinner, kind of. You have Super Emily, awkward. Cassidy. Where are Emily's Tula? kids? I know. That's what I'm wondering. Apparently Miles is watching them. I don't know. It's awkward as hell. I don't like it. I was like, I'm not, I'm going to go eat at home. Right. I'm going to go have some toast. I don't, <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, they're talking about frozen, or they're eating frozen burgers. Cassidy, I wasn't sure if Cassidy ate food because it depends on what you know. Lexicon. Legend, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's eating ketchup. The, I swear that was like my husband, just like it's like half a bottle. I love that we come up on them and Cassie's talking about movies, 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 and everyone else is just like looking at their food. And right. Jesse's being an a hole. You know, he's not even talking. No, he's... Yeah, it's not... It's very awkward. It's right. a very awkward dinner table scene. It was. And then it got, I guess, even more awkward because Emily's like, this, these these hash browns are this really interesting flavor. And Tulip's like, oh, vanilla. Is that a thing? I've never heard of it. Like, I wanted to look up vanilla hash browns all of a sudden to see if it's a thing on Pinterest. Never heard of it. Hash browns are, you know, never mind. Vanilla and potatoes don't seem to go together. I, I mean, I love vanilla and I love potatoes. I've never put them together. <laughs> I really like both of those things, but no. Right. Ugh. It's strange. I cook a lot. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, eh. Don't go by me. Right. Well, we have the sheriff come in, and he's asking about Eugene again, because he doesn't know what happened to his kid, and, and I can understand, and I feel for him. 
And Jesse's not going to say, well, I said go to hell. And, well, I think that's where he is. Cassidy's not going to say anything. Tulip and Emily don't know. But Emily all of a sudden is like, yeah, you've seen him. But I've seen him leave. And so she covers, knowing that something isn't right. Well, and that's the thing, is that for a minute, I really thought she was going to bust him out. Because she's like, oh, no, don't you remember? He wanted to see you before church. You guys were talking. But then she doesn't know what happened. But then she says, oh, well, she must have left. He must have left. I saw him leave or whatever. Which she's flying through her teeth. Right. I mean, clearly. uh, But, yeah, no, for a minute, she she had this look in her eyes where I was like, she's just going to, like, where is he, Jesse? Right. Why don't you tell us you're the last person to have seen him? I was nervous. I did not know what was going to happen. It was very interesting. But then the stove catches fire. Oh, the vanilla potatoes that were in the oven catch fire. Vanilla is incredibly flammable, apparently. I honestly did not know that. It's got a high alcohol content, I think. Okay. I bake, and I did not know that. So, I love it how some people knew that, and Cassidy just kept saying, I, I didn't know that. Because I, I didn't know that. I love Not it. like I'm trying to put vanilla on love things. It. It's mixed in, but whatever. Uh, it's kind of funny. Because he had to get the fire extinguisher. I loved it. So, it just seemed, you know, he's very distant. Jesse's very odd in this one. He mm-hmm. walks the sheriff out. He's like, oh, I'm sure Eugene will come around. I mean, he, he's probably just He'll off. turn up. Right. Because what's he going to say, really? I still, what what would you say? That's intricate to hell, sorry. Uh, but Cassidy comes out, and I love it. He just sucker punches Jesse. Because I, I, I felt man. like it was like, wake up. You need to realize what It was you overdue, did. yeah. Right. And... So he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to turn everybody away. You're going to, you're letting some kid burn in hell, an innocent kid. And we finally find out at this point what happened. He's not innocent. He shot Tracy. Yes, and he sh- because he professed his love. She made fun of him or spurned him. And so he shot her. Which is, which is unfortunately not a rare thing anymore. It seems like these guys right. are losing their minds. But, you know, it's crappy. But, cl- but I really feel like anybody... I'm not, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for him. He basically killed someone, mm-hmm. but because he got his feelings hurt, but it seems like Eugene is not a hundred percent all there. And I and you'd wonder how much of that was before, mm-hmm. was true beforehand. I mean, and I'm, I'm all for kindness, but you know, if she doesn't like him, she doesn't like him. Right. Most guys would just get over it. I think, I think he, Jesse even says that most guys would just get over it. He right. shot her in the head. And then tried to shoot himself. Um, so it's, but then, then Cassidy goes off on this absolutely epic rant. He's like, well, you know, I'm a sinner. I'm a vampire. I, you know, think your God is an asshole with an ant farm. Basically he's a kid with an ant farm Mm -hmm. and he doesn't care about anyone. And he steps out in the sunlight and starts, he starts on fire. He self immolates. Right. Cause he's like, will you let me burn too? Yeah. What about me? You know, you profess to care about me. What about me? And then we don't know. And then he just, like, Jesse just walked back in the kitchen. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to kick your ass. You better right, go back out there we and don't save know my baby. If, we don't know if he put him he, out. He could be dead. Because he, he just be puts dead. the fire extinguisher down. Oh, it's horrible. And then he's like, did you know? And he's looking at Tilpy. He's like, you knew. Because she, she was calling him out on it. Well, that, no, she immediately is like, where's Cassidy? Where's Cassidy? Because she knows. Like, he's, Jesse's not. Right. And, and then she's just like, Jesse Custard, what did you do? And, and she leaves. 
he says something about her having being having low O'Hare standards, and I wanted her to sucker punch him. I wanted him to get punched in the mouth. She just walks out. I'm like, I'm like, girl. I'm right. like, we both know he was good for that punch. Like, yeah. she can get him later. Sucker punch. I'm sorry. I still I love him, but yeah, he needs to get punched in the mouth. And then he looks at Emily. He's like, "Did you know?" She's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And then, and then Emily sa- professes that she's, you know, believed in him and him, you know, right. his mission since he got there. And he just says, "That's stupid." Right. He's like alienating everyone who cares. It's about like, him. are you trying to just? He's doing a really good job of making everyone hate right. Him. All right, I'm gonna just burn this bitch to the ground. Is basically what I felt like was Let's happening. Let's just set it on fire. And that's pretty much. I mean. Oh. That, that was it until finally we see him ripping up floorboards. And he's like, where is it? Where is it? Come back. And I thought he was looking for a thing that was buried. But it seems like it was Eugene. Yes, that he's searching for Eugene. And why not use the voice? Yeah. But then, you know, our final scene again outside Quinn Cannon and with a crazy group of people, some of them dressed in their Civil War garb. Reenactment. It was very odd, and some bulldozers and coming coming at the church. This show is just wacky, but I love it. It is. I'm loving it. But yeah, it, where did that's... this name Quinn Cannon come from? By the way, it's horrible. It's unwieldy. I hate it. It's, <laughs> it's awful. That's, that's really. And his hard first name is Odin. Okay, somebody are, are they fucking with us? Like, is that what's happening? <laughs> are they just messing with us? Possibly. But uh. It was a it was a great episode. It was. I didn't really like it. And Jesse's just state of mind. Oh. It was weird and but I it played really well. If he, if this were a story about mental illness, this is where we would say he was going off the rails. Right. This is his this is where he's like coming at rock bottom like a freight train. This almost felt like a finale, too, the way it was. Because oh, it was like, yeah. alienated everybody, push him away. Mm-hmm. And then you have Quinn Cannon, a bulldozer, and men with guns. And you're alone. Right. It, yeah, it was... So it's like, this could have been a finale. Oh, absolutely. It was super... It was a super exciting episode from start yes. to finish. It's good. So, for this episode of Preacher on the Fangirl Zone, I'm Sean fangirl and Jess. And until next time, we'll try to figure out which episode. Six, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten. ten. <laughs> All right. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>